Good afternoon and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. It's uh, Thursday the 10th of May and uh, coming up on the show today, uh, we will be talking to Stefan Jasilovitz, the CEO of Mixed Telematics, following the company's uh, publication of its full year results. And then uh, Inteto Inyati, the CEO of Ultron, uh, who we spoke to a little bit earlier, uh, we catch up with him following uh, very impressive figures uh, that the company posted for its full year, uh, for, for the financial year ending uh, February. Uh, we've also got Wayne McCurry as our market commentator today. So all coming up in the next few minutes. Remember that the show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Is the land expropriation without compensation plan the biggest threat to the new dawn as promised by new President Ramaphosa? Can South Africa make any progress against the background of increasing protest action, strikes, low economic growth? Attend the Brendhurst Wealth SA Kurvadi seminar series hosted in association with MoneyWeb to hear the insights of five leading experts, Magnus Heistek of Brendhurst, Ralph Mateja, political analyst, Magna Wieseska of Signia, Glenn N. Owen of Momentum and Jean-Pierre Fester of Fairtree Capital. Bookings at www.quicket.co.za. Search for Brenthurst. You're back with the Money Web at Midday Show today. Mixed Telematics announced full year results to the end of March 2018 that saw subscription revenue of 1.4 billion rand, up 19% on uh, year over year on a constant currency basis, and adjusted EBITDA uh, rising 47%. Uh, year over year and ahead of guidance to 442 million rand. Uh, joining me now on the line is the CEO of Mixed Telematics, Stephen Jasilovitz. Uh, good afternoon to you, Stephen. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate you having me. Great results. Uh, just get to give us your reaction to those numbers that you've delivered uh, today and, and in particular uh, what was most pleasing to you. Yeah, it's, uh, there's, there's uh, really a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff in there. So very happy with the balance, uh, the top and bottom line performance. That combination is uh, is, is really um, you know fits in with with the strategy that we've got for our business to you know to deliver a balanced set of results, and uh, and we'd like to maintain that kind of trajectory. Okay, now a lot of that being driven by net subscriber additions, uh, which uh, you added uh, 12,000, bringing the total base to uh, 676,000, up 9% year over year. What are your goals to continue to grow that? Yeah, so, you know, subscription revenue growth uh, is the economic driver in our business, and obviously it starts with the subscribers. So for the year we added... uh, Around 55,000 subscribers, as you say, we've now got, uh, got uh, close to 670,000 subscribers in, uh, in 120 different countries. And, uh, and our plan and our strategy is to continue to drive that growth both locally uh, in South Africa and, uh, and internationally. And this year we saw you know, a lot of good contribution uh, from, from some of our global multinationals, which was easy. Okay, great. So, I mean, just to, to try and understand it now, so, so there's very little incremental cost for adding subscribers at this point because you've got your infrastructure in place. Are you planning on making any further investments into your uh, technology this year or substantial investments into your technology? Well, you know, we're, we're a technology business, so you can't stop investing. Uh, you're absolutely right that, that to scale an investor uh, doesn't cost much more money generally, so uh, 
So it's a very scalable model, and, uh, and that's part of the magic of the business. But uh, uh, at the same time, you have to invest in your core technology and uh, and uh, stay, you know, one step ahead of the game, which which will continue to use. But nothing extraordinary. So uh, you know, the percentage of revenue we would expect that uh, we just, you know, we we probably spend about another uh, another ten million dollars this year, all in on on, on technology spend, is what our current plan is. Um, around that kind of number, we would expect that to stay. Uh, you know, pretty pretty consistent uh, year on year going forward. Okay, great. So, so uh, uh, I just wanted to kind of uh, understand. Uh, at this point, you haven't paid a dividend. Uh, have you got any plans in the future to do so? Yeah, well, we did we did pay a dividend. In fact, we we, uh, we just uh, this quarter uh, increased our quarterly dividend from uh, from two and a half cents to three cents. Um, so, so we just felt that with the kind of performance that we delivered. Um, you know, just the EPS is, uh, is coming at uh, at 27 cents, really. You know, up 10 cents year on year. We have to we have to increase our reward to shareholders, so so we've done that. Um, but in terms of capital allocation, you know, my my decision making is really driven by you know what's going to deliver the best intrinsic value for sure, for sure. So we still see great value in our own shares, even at these levels, and uh, you know we've we've seen good performance out of our stock this year. But but against that. Um, Offshore listed peers, we still believe we're significantly undervalued. So, so we would keep uh, we keep an eye on that. And of course, we're looking at, at some acquisition opportunities. And, and if something comes along that, that could be transformative for us, um, we would certainly uh, probably take a look at it. Okay. So you ha- did I get to understand you correctly? You have been buying back shares. Yeah. Over the last, uh, I guess, over the last. 18 months, we, we bought back about 30% of our stock. Um, so I think, you know, we, we've really done well as far as that's concerned. Um, it still remains an option for us, a capital allocation option. And, and certainly if we can't find, we're looking at, we're looking at um, acquisitive opportunities. Um, but I look at it under the light of, you know, what's going you know, to deliver a better uh, intrinsic value accretion for our shareholders. And if I can't find something, uh, that's going to be a good fit for us. We, you know, we might get more aggressive on our share buyback again. Okay, great. Well, very interesting. A uh, great set of numbers there, uh, Stephen. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you in the future. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me on the show. That was Stephen Jusilovitz, the CEO of Mix Telematics. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. Right, and today also uh, another technology company, Eltron, uh, announced uh, full year results to the end of uh, February that saw strong growth in revenues and EBITDA, uh, the company now talking about resuming a dividend at the next uh, interim results in just a few months' time. A little bit earlier, I caught up with Mteto Inyati, the company's CEO, and this is what he said. As Alphon, we are really happy uh, with the numbers that we have delivered to the market today. Uh, we set ourselves an objective last year of uh, making sure that each and every year we deliver double-digit EBITDA growth uh, for the company. And we also said that last year we are going to use uh, the last year to position Altron for growth. And what that meant is that uh, we needed to take out some costs out of the system 
Uh, we also needed to uh, close some gaps in terms of offerings that uh, we, we, we want to take to market, uh, closing those gaps through things like acquisitions. And we also wanted to make sure that internally, in terms of the culture, is a culture of collaboration. Uh, those are some of the big things that we set out to do last year. If you look at where we are against that, uh, we feel that uh, we are slightly ahead of where we thought we would be at this time. We are very happy with that. Uh, we are also happy that our customers have embraced our approach, the One Ultron approach. In fact, they feel that we are dealing with them in the right way now instead of having the individual customers or business units uh, calling on them Whoever is discussing with them represent the full breadth of, of, of Ultron, and that is the preferred way of doing things. And it's reflecting in the way that our customers are starting to buy from our company. We are excited with where we are. Are we done? No. We are nowhere close to, to being done. Uh, we, looking at this new financial year, we will continue to be driving this one Ultron approach, uh, we are entering the next phase, which one would call the driving growth, and that is where we are going to be accelerating the growth uh, within this market. So, uh, Inteto, I mean, you delivered you delivered solid growth uh, this year. I mean, are you, what you're saying is you, you want to accelerate that even further? What I'm saying is that uh, uh, we delivered a, a growth, a solid growth this year, uh, and that is ahead of where we thought we would be. Uh, we would like to maintain what you are seeing right now going forward. You know, make sure that each and every year we deliver double-digit uh, EBITDA growth and 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 earnings growth. Okay, great. You just just break it down by by division for us. You said Bytes UK had another exceptional year, growing revenue by forty-nine percent in local currency terms. Uh, Bytes secured transactions also performed well. Uh, just give us a bit of a rundown on, on how the different business units performed and how you expect them uh, to deliver in the year ahead. When we look at uh, our overall performance uh, in the last financial year, uh, there are a, a number of business units, I would say, that they are stand out. The first one is uh, the Bites UK. Uh, Bites UK had an exceptional year where they grew revenue at 49% in local currency and added that growth at 29%. This is fantastic when you consider that that market is a mature market. Uh, we also had, have another unit in South Africa called the Byte Secure Transactions. This unit is uh, looking at really three specific areas, health tech, fintech, and cyber tech. And these are all very strategic areas, and they delivered at an EBITDA level 19% year-on-year growth. Uh, considering the challenges that we have in South Africa in terms of the economy, this was great growth uh, by, by, by secure transactions. Also, Nexta, another great performer, uh, Nexta delivered 15% year-on-year growth. What the results that are most impressive, though, if you look at the new connections, the net connections of Nexta, they delivered 27,000 new connections. That is 
180% year-on-year growth in terms of uh, in terms of connections. And this is a business unit which we feel should be the leader in its space, and we are not. And with this kind of growth, we feel that uh, in a few years we will be the number one within this uh, particular space. And last but not least is BICE systems integration, where we delivered 21% EBITDA growth, uh, another great performance uh, by this unit that we uh, integrated last year. We also took some restructuring there with all of those changes. Uh, the leadership team there will still focus on delivering exceptional results. We are particularly proud of the, the performance of this business unit. And Teto, you said your overall net debt position of 1.9 billion remained constant. I mean, uh, now now that I guess that that's stabilised, uh, is there any scope for for a dividend in the future? Yes, our our net debt position uh, is stabilised. Uh, and what is interesting though is that the acquisitions that we did last year, close to about 970 million worth of acquisitions. We were all funded by uh, cash generated from operations, which is a good thing. And when you look, looking going forward, we expect to be starting to pay a dividend uh, in, uh, in, in, the, in the next interim results presentation that is planned for the 31st of August uh, in this current financial year. Okay, great. Some some uh, very good news there for investors. Uh, when when was the last time you paid a dividend in Teta? The last time we paid dividend as Altron was uh, three years ago, and so we are really happy to be getting back to something that uh, we expect it should become the new normal going forward. I'm sure your investors will be very glad to hear that. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, congratulations on a great result. And uh, we certainly uh, look forward to catching up with you at that interim stage. And, uh, and, and uh, I'm sure investors will be interested to see uh, what, what uh, dividend is declared there. So thank you uh, very much for your time today. That was Nteto Nyati, the CEO of Ultron. All right, and time to have a look at the markets at the moment. The JCL share up a quarter of a percent to 58,064 points, uh, led be primarily uh, by financials that are up nearly uh, th- up nearly over half a percent. Sorry, uh, industrials up one third of a percent, uh, but gold mining having a tough day, down two and a half percent, while resources are down one tenth of a percent. Behind Nuspers. Uh, First Rand is the most traded share on the bourse, followed by Sassel, Nedbank and the old mutual group, obviously ahead of that big uh, restructuring that's now coming into effect. Uh, And we're just getting an update here on the currencies. The Rand has made quite uh, significant gains against the US dollar, up 1% to 1243. It's also up nearly 1% against the pound to 16.88. A euro will cost you 14.77. Also enjoying gains there. Gold still simmering at $1,315 an ounce, while uh, p- platinum and palladium enjoying a great day thus far. Platinum up uh, three quarters of a percent to $918, while palladium up over 1% to $981. Here to discuss the markets with me, though, is uh, Wayne McCurry from Ashburton Investments. Uh, good to talk to you again today, uh, Wayne. Thank you. Uh, just uh, some interesting developments there. Ultron definitely, definitely looking like it's on the right track again. Yes, after many, many. Att- 
tough year, it does look good because the the existing businesses, as you discussed in the interview, the continuing businesses, more correctly, are actually doing quite well. And it will certainly be good news for investors that they're looking at a dividend again. They've still got some businesses to uh, dispose of, but certainly even the businesses they're disposing of have swung from a loss into a profit. You know, the power tech uh, section of the business. So, yeah, it's looking good. I think investors will go through the results quite uh, eagerly. Right. Uh, obviously, uh, d- does that certainly bump a share when uh, the, a dividend resumes? I mean, you're getting you're getting yes. that gain uh, in the back of your pocket, I imagine, as opposed yeah, well, to just, the promise of the future of a higher share price. Yeah, look, they're just showing that they're back into a cash flow positive situation and their balance sheet debt levels are restored to a, to a position where they can pay a dividend. So it's not the actual payment of the dividend. It's a mere fact that they can now resume or anticipate resuming paying the dividend. Right. Uh, just on that, uh, we noted that the, the one of the most traded shares on the boards today, Nedbank in uh, fourth yes. position, Old Mutual in sixth position. Uh, Wayne, can you explain what shareholders in Old Mutual are going to get in the next few months? Okay, they're going to get a company called Quilter, which is the UK asset management, wealth management operation, and they're going to get Old Mutual South Africa. And then later on in the year, they're going to get a fair chunk of Nedbank shares, but it's not going to happen simultaneously with the split of your current Old Mutual shares into Quilter and Old Mutual South Africa. But that's what you're going to end up getting. So if you have... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. These shares are up more on the back of the Nedbank trading update, which Old Mutual released yesterday, and Nedbank as well, which was very good. Right, and that's uh, very positive in the trading update. Indicating profitability has returned to their African operations. Correct, to Nigeria, to the EcoBank operation. But the South African operations also seem to be doing quite well. But yes, swing back in the last quarter of the Nigerian operations into a profit. So that shares up 3 4%. And that's pushing up all the other banking shares a little bit as well. So with these shares that all mutual shareholders will get from the demerger, uh, I know it's probably outside of your area of expertise, but if, if investors elect to sell those straight away, do they incur a capital gain on them? Well, capital gains, yes, you will. If you had capital gains on your old mutual. So what will happen is when all mutual does this, they will tell you in the disclosure as to how to split your current capital gains value on your current old mutual shares between Quilter and old mutual South Africa. So if you're in the money on your old mutual shares, you will be in the money on both Quilter and old mutual South Africa. So if you sell it, then you will have to pay capital gains tax on it. If you're in the loss, then obviously it won't apply. But they'll tell you, as with any unbundling, they will tell you how to split your current capital gains tax value for your current old mutual shares between the two. Okay, very interesting there. So uh, well worth uh, to, to, to make a note of that. Wayne, always good chatting. Uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch uh, soon. Thank you. Okay, cheers. That was Wayne McCurry from Ashburton Investments. And remember that this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. 
Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saika.co.za. That brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday Show. I'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Cheers for now. 